It's time for Adventures in Careerland. Hi, I'm Adriano Magnifico. I'm your host. I'm the career and entrepreneurship consultant in the Lure Real School Division. And we've begun season two in our Adventures in Careerland podcast. And this is edition number two. And I'm working directly in the broadcast media studio with my student producers who are new this year and uh, are doing a great job and really setting us up to be a high class, high quality event. I still think we're a bit like the, uh, when you think of Batman. And of course, we have Zoe here, Zoe Kruzuk and Akira Sakaki. How how y'all doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm good. I'm always good. How are you doing, man? I'm I'm pretty well, thank you. Okay, we got a lot of Batmans out there, right? You've seen them all. Who's your favorite Batman? Oh, I'm not sure. Do <laughs> <laughs> you even watch Batman, Zoe? Not really. Okay, okay. <laughs> Who's your favorite Batman? You know, there's been a lot of them. There's been George Clooney. There's been, you know, there've been all these guys, right? Uh, I think Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck was he yeah. Batman? He was your favorite Batman. He's the last Bat. He's the last Batman. He's the the Knight Returns, the Dark Knight Returns Batman. Okay, that's a little disappointing. Anyway, he he was also Daredevil. Okay, which wasn't a great event. Wait a anyway, minute. Anyway, I, I, I've out. told you before. I'm more of the Adam West guy. Our our podcast is a bit like the Adam West version of Batman. I told you the old one, right? The 1960s guy, guy with a bit of a pot belly, kind of kind of slow utility belt, couldn't grab it quickly. That's what it is. So that's what a I I liken our podcast to that Batman version, and I'm very proud of that. So th- this is pretty cool. Hey, I'm very interested. We've had a giant snowfall. Yes, we have. Yeah. How have you guys survived in the snowfall? What did you think of that? Uh, I wasn't very happy. I wasn't expecting there to be snow. Then I got up out of bed, and suddenly there's like five inches of snow on the ground. Well, you're from St. Anne, Manitoba, right? I am, yeah. And you go to the school, Point Duchesne, right? Yeah. Am, I, am, I, am I pronouncing that right? Uh, Point Deschain. Point Deschain, okay. That means there's many Shanes. I know that. What's a Shane, by the way? I'm pretty sure it's a type of tree. Okay, so it's just, it's the point of many trees. All right, does that mean anything to you? Are you a poet? Are you a philosopher? I'm not, no. Okay, you're not. Okay, so now you couldn't come in. We were going to do this podcast a couple of days ago, but you couldn't come in because of the snow. So what's it like out, you're out in the rural, you're out in the prairie. What's it like when the snow falls out there? Do the plows get out there, or, or how long does it take to move? Um, well, in the actual town of St. Anne, it can sometimes take all day for the snow plows to get in because they do the highways first before coming into town. Um, where I am, I haven't been out there too long because I recently moved, so I'm not sure how long it takes for that. But the reason I didn't come the other day was it's just the roads were like super icy and it gets really windy, so my mom didn't want me driving. All the way to oh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, you have to be. Yeah, it's like I'm not a highway driver. As a young guy, I was, but now I don't like driving the highways, especially at night. It's on, on a crazy, wintry, blustery day. I I took so many kids. My kids played hockey out to practices at Ile de Chaine and um, um, uh, just all kinds of rural areas. I've, I'm, I I can't remember going. I keep remember going to Ile de Chaine all the time for these practices because we can get cheaper ice. And I remember driving back in howling snowstorms with my head out the window, which is a great moment, right? Like, it's, those are things my kids and I remember. 
I'm just looking out the window because the, the the snow is swirling so much on the highway. Everyone's slowing down to a crawl. My head's out the window. We're looking for the lines on the street, on, on the highway. Amazing stuff. Those are great memories, although um, I'm glad to be here. Now, you and the snow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I hate the snow. Personally, <laughs> I hate it a lot. Why? Um, I'm from Venezuela. We don't have snow in Venezuela. Was there ever any snow? Like, did you... But you weren't there a long, long time. Long, yeah. But I still I still feel that I'm, like, a Latino. I don't like the snow. You're I don't a tropical ha- guy. Yeah, I don't handle the, the cold weather, so it it's not for me. I hate it. <laughs> okay. I You know what? I kind of loved it. I know that's crazy, like the snow in town, because I love when winter brings... A final, a final foray, a final thrust, a final reminder of who's really in charge. Yeah. You can't fight nature. You can't fight Mother Nature. So I, I love when that happens. And, and the farmers needed the moisture, so I, I, I thought that was awesome. But it's messy. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of these guys who likes to clean my car all the time. This is a terrible time to clean your car. Yeah. So that kind of that sucks that way. Anyway, hey, look, we have our student producers are working with us. We have a new team. This is one of the programs in the Lurie Arts and Tech Center, one of the 13. I love this program. I love the skills you guys get, and I love that you've chosen to be here out of the beaten path. And that's a pretty powerful thing in that most students just follow the K-12 path. And I love that you both decided that I want something different. I, I, I need a change education is doing okay for me. I just don't want it to be okay. I want it to be something that propels me forward, that makes me really want to engage with a new possibility for yourself. So the fact that you've come to this program is pretty cool, and I'm a big advocate of it. Mr. Ken Plate, Inc. and his team of students here, every semester, they all become so skilled, so confident, so I'm hopeful and happy that you guys are going to walk down that same road with Mr. Playtink, and I, and I know you will. But today, we talked to Akira last time. Now we're talking to Zoe, so we get to know our producers. So, Zoe, you're from Point de Chaine. Yeah. Now, tell us about life, about the journey. You said, I, I wasn't there all the time. Tell us a bit about your journey, where you've come from, uh, the kinds of places you've lived. Start off with a little bit of that. Well, I've only ever lived in Manitoba, but just in different places. So, I lived in Winnipeg for the first two years of my life until my parents split up and my dad stayed in Winnipeg and then my mom moved to Dufresne, which is in between Winnipeg and St. Anne. And then eventually my dad moved to Blumenort and my mom moved to St. Anne. And then now uh, my mom and dad both moved outside of St. Anne in the country. But I've, I've been around. So you're a country area. girl. Would you consider yourself a country girl? Um, I, not really. I actually, I'm actually not a fan of living in the country. Like, I love falling asleep to like the city sounds and stuff, like the well, cars, pretty cool. the ambulances. I love that. You love, you love the sirens going off. I, me- I remember taking a group of students to Boston on an exchange program called the Maple Leaf Exchange, and we went to Boston. It was actually organized. One of the people we met was Bobby Orr, which is really cool. And um, one of the things the students said in Boston was, it was unnerving to them. We were staying and, and being billeted was. The sirens that were going off night after night after night constantly through the neighborhoods was unnerving to them, and it really made them feel a little nervous until they got used to it. People in Boston, whatever. But you like those sounds. I do. I mean, not if it's, like, 
super loud but if i'm like on a like a separate street from like the main road where they go i like it as long as they're in the distance so are, are you into literature are you into humanities or are you more of a science person what do you think um i actually don't know what literature is okay books books and uh um the humanities like geography english class uh geography history those are the humanities courses oh, okay yeah um yeah i'm not a huge fan of all that so I've... so you're more scientific and math oriented yeah i really like math because i, I was going to try to prod you to say hey you love the sounds of that well that sounds like a poem that you could write but i guess that's not going to happen no Unle I'm, unless I'm you not can a writer. unless you can turn it into a quadratic equation or something it's just not going to happen right oh definitely not okay okay Anyway, are you a bit of a poet? Because I see you're wearing your McDonald's stuff, Akira. Now, he's wearing a McDonald's hat right now and a McDonald's t-shirt. I don't know where you got it. Did you, is that from the Lost and Found, or why are you wearing that stuff? It's actually kind of funny. Um, yeah, I wish, <laughs> I wish the people at home could see what I was wearing right now. But yes, I'm wearing a, a McDonald's beanie and a McDonald's t-shirt, a red one. And it's actually, it's a collaboration in between McDonald's <laughs> and another artist. So uh, really? the artist, Travis Scott, He's a, he's a rapper right now. Um, he's a pretty big one as well. So he, his, his brand, Cactus Jack, he did a partnership with McDonald's, and they took out a line of clothing, and that's what I'm wearing. So if you see... Oh, my gosh, there is a big McDonald's sign, but it says Cactus Jack in it. Yeah, and the same thing down here. Cactus Jack. Like yeah. that's, so, well, don't, no, so you love it, the art, you love the artist? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm a fan. For me, that's the artist selling out to the corporation, isn't it? Or, it's or... actually, it's the weirdest collab I've ever thought of when I heard that he was taking it, because he took out a pair of shoes, too. So he has a huge contract with Nike, and he has his own, uh, I guess, Cactus Jack versions of shoes from Nike. So he did a Cactus Jack Nike McDonald's shoe, and there's, uh, there's a little pocket on the side of it, so you can put chicken nuggets in your shoe. And it's it's super weird. I was I was kind of uh, not a fan at the time, but I think it's funny. So I ended well, up you know, purchasing you, it. You know, this is crazy. This whole thing because I my kids will never let, never let me forget. We were at a hotel once, and we left them upstairs to do something. We went down for dinner, my wife and I. And I said, I'll bring you back some food. So I took some bacon. I put it in my in the side of my sock. And these guys have never because I was you know taking the bacon from the buffet is a little odd. And uh, you guys would never let me forget it. This guy has actually created the perfect shoe for me to do that. Yeah, yeah. It's the, uh, I forgot what it's called. But there's <laughs> that's a crazy. There's a pocket for your chicken nuggets on okay. the side. Okay, that's that's kind of disgusting. They thought it was disgusting. <laughs> and now that I, I'm looking at your shoe, the whole thing's disgusting. That's funny. Anyway, like what do you think, <laughs> Zoe, what do you think of this outfit he's got? What do you think of this corporate this corporate connection between the artist, he's a rapper, Yes, he is. He's a he's a rapper. Is he a Winnipeg guy? No, no. He's no. big time, right? He's a big guy. Yeah. Okay, so he's making a lot of dough, but isn't this this is is this the modern is this the modern artist? You have to connect with the corporation. What's going on here? I honestly we used to rail in those days when I was when our guys were playing their music. They railed against the corporation. And the sign said, long-haired, freaky people need not apply. Those were the days. Yeah, I honestly... He's I, embracing I, I, these guys. I, I still don't get why he did this collaboration with McDonald's. <laughs> um, it, it doesn't make sense to me. I know that it was uh, part of another, uh, like, a promotion for McDonald's because there was a burger. It was called the Travis Scott... Oh, no, it was the Travis Scott Meal. So in the States, you could ask to get a Travis Scott Meal. And the shirt that I'm actually wearing was given out to all the employees at the McDonald's in the States. 
so that they could advertise the meal. Jeez. But he kind of turned it into this whole, like, he made it a part of his music as well. So he, t- he did a promotional video for one of his songs, and he was actually working in a McDonald's as, like, the drive through person. Well, you look coordinated. I, I have to say, Zoe, what do you think? It looks coordinated. It, it does. It, it looks pretty good, but you look like you're late for your shift. So oh, yeah. That's, uh, I, I'm not sure if that's the effect you're going for. But it is cool. Now that I look closer at it, I think it's pr- kind of a brilliant collaboration. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I like these kind of collaborations. I don't fully get them, but I like them. Well, you get in them. It's it's co- corporate and artists. They're coming together. Is that good or bad? I don't know. Would Van Gogh like that? I don't know. No idea. Anyway, so hey, we're in COVID time, and just the so last time, just so you're aware, I, I was I, I was just telling my my wonderful crew here that uh, uh, during our last podcast, number one of season two, I I sneezed into my mask. We're all wearing masks. And it was very difficult, and there was a couple of moments where I had to kind of lower my mask because it just kind of... Has anyone sneezed into their mask lately? Have you done this, Zoe? I, I definitely have. Okay, what's that feeling like? It, it's not the best. It's not. <laughs> I had to pull it down. Like, I, I, I gave it the old heave-ho there. And I, and during the... I don't know if in the last podcast you noticed there were a couple of moments of uh, kind of weird sounds coming through the mic. That was me pulling the mask kind of... Was I, I'm not even going to say what was going on behind my mask. That's unbelievable. The, in COVID world, we're getting closer. Now some of the, we're, well, we're getting closer to some, I don't know, some sense of normalcy, I think, but not quite. Now some of the uh, vaccines are being questioned. What's going through your minds when you hear these things? From your perspective, your Gen Zs, from an old guy, I'm going to get vaccinated soon. I, I've got an appointment. I don't, I'm not, we're not exactly first in line to get vaccines, so we're still waiting for our turn, but um, I'll get the vaccine when it comes out, and definitely get it. Zoe, Zoe, what are you thinking? Do you care which one you get? Yes, I do, actually. Oh, you do, eh? Zoe, what do you think? I am, okay, this is, I would get it, but I am absolutely terrified of needles. I oh, me too. I get so anxious, and I can't move when I have to get one. Me too. You know what? I can't stand it. And for whatever reason, how do you feel about needles? Oh, I have a huge tolerance to needles. Okay, so you're okay. Now, whatever. So you enjoy the occasional needle. That's well, good. I mean, I don't <laughs> I'm not I don't enjoy it, but if it if it happens, it happens and it doesn't bother me. I agree with you, Zoe. I don't like this. I had to get something in my knee, not a cortisone shot, some kind of uh, I don't know, some kind of little cushion for some of the cartilage replacement stuff. Whatever. Anyway, I had to get a shot in my knee and the guy was looking at me. This was like two months ago, and my 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 fists were clenched, and I was in this weird state. And he went, "Are you okay?" And I went, "Have you done it yet?" I, he said, "I haven't pulled it out of the box yet." <laughs> it was just I just uh, for whatever reason putting that thing into your flesh is just the oddest thing to me. And it just it just upsets me. So I got to get that next week, I think, or in, in the week after. And I'm super nervous about it just because of the needle, part of the needle. And there's some after effects people talk about, but I'm I'm okay with that. Okay, listen, here's some interesting. I'm going to ask you a question. This morning at my morning coffee, I get all these feeds from. I love I love listening to a few magazines and some of their feeds that come. I love Inc. Magazine. It's an entrepreneurial magazine, and I love Fast Company. And in one of these magazines, I think it was Inc. They were talking about your desk, your desk. And I've always had people come into my office. If you come to my office right now, and I invite you guys to come down and look in the office and tell me what you think. People walk in there and go, my gosh, it looks like something exploded in here. And that's the way I run my desk. And people 
often criticized. It's it's like when I talk to some people too about, oh, Magnifico, you talk too much, or or um, we talked about this last time, right? Oh, geez, you know what? It's uh, uh, your desk your desk is way too messy. Like people try to tell you because of these, uh, I don't know, these pre these prescribed notions of neatness. Everybody's got to be neat. I've never been that way. Are you? What's your desk look like, Zoe? Um, well, it's kind of different for me because I'm constantly switching between my mom's and my dad's every week, so I kind of have to clean it. But <laughs> if I was to stay in one place, I don't think it would be that organized because, especially with school, I have different sections of papers that I need to keep together, so I have them placed at different areas of my desk. So it it, it has been messy, but I always have to clean it up when I switch anyway. Well, well there's some amazing – what do you like, Akira? A mess, I bet, isn't it? It's I awful. Can just see. It's so bad. A- anyone who's wearing that outfit, it, it, it ha- has a messy desk. This is where it comes from, though. I clean my closet three times a week because I can't keep it clean. And the reason why is because I might be dressed super weird, but believe it or not, <laughs> this t- this was the third outfit I tried on today. Third? Third, yes. Oh, wow. I get up an hour before school, and I get dressed in different ways. I look in the mirror, and I say, yes, that's what I want to wear today to school. I, I, I really like fashion conscious when it comes to what I'm wearing. So let me get this straight. You looked in the mirror, saw McDonald's plastered <laughs> yes, all did, over yes. you, and you said, I want to look like the big arches today. Yes, that's honestly, I did. I, it started off, I was wearing a black hoodie, and then. And let me guess this too. You snuck out before your parents saw you because they would have stopped you. No, my mom. My mom thinks it's the weirdest thing ever. Like I have, you haven't gotten to see it, but I've been in class, and Mr. P makes fun of me all the time. I have this like chest. It's like this chest bag. Oh yes, I remember that. Yeah, it's like this chest bag, and it looks like I'm like it's a bulletproof vest. It looks like that. So everyone's like kind of like when they look at me, they're like, "Well, this this is kind of concerning. Like you look like you're gonna do something." And I, that's my fashion. I'm weird. <laughs> and it's good to be weird. Yeah. Now, weird's good because weird is full of creativity for me, and it's it's full of possibility. Anything weird about you, Zoe, we should know about? Um, Not really. I mean, compared <laughs> to Akira, I don't really match my clothes. I'm not too picky on that. So, like, if you can see, I'm wearing green pants and a burgundy sweater. You know, it's so a, like, what a what a major fine. faux pas. I'm, we're... I, I, I don't even know what to think. I, I'm not <laughs> sure if we should end this right now. Anyway, but I have good news for all of you. If you think, I'm just uh, in the in Inc. magazine this morning in the feed. Researchers, researchers at the University of Minnesota found that messiness is okay. In fact, one of the interesting things, and the article opened with a picture of Einstein's desk before he passed away. And the picture, you can check it on, on, you can just type in Einstein's desk. The picture is incredible. It's, I'm not that messy. It's amazing. And, and the guy was brilliant. And of course, they start sharing that. Well, a lot of people had messy desks. And one of my other heroes, Mark Twain, amazing, messy desk. Steve Jobs, whom I loved, messy desk. Lots of people. Albert Einstein, Mark Twain, Thomas Edison had a different kind of a desk. Not necessarily messy, but uh, things out of place. And these, the research, like people talk about it. You shouldn't do this, shouldn't do this. But here's some research. They did real research at a real university, University of Minnesota, and found that participants in the messy room generated the same number of ideas for new uses as their clean room counterparts. So they had the same a number of ideas, but their ideas 
were more interesting, more creative, when evaluated by impartial judges. So now I have been validated. I'm just going to start throwing things around. Because my wife always says this to me, too. Are you going to leave that there? I always say, yeah, for now. Because I don't know where to put it, and I don't. And so it just, I've got this clutter wherever I go. I leave things wherever I go. You can see right now I've got folders around me. I've brought folders around here. And I, I, I just like to be surrounded by them and like to have things in front of me. And some people think that way. That's the way I think. So I think it's always very cool to think about how you process things to get things done. So when you problem solve Zoe, what does it look like around you? Is it orderly and neat? Or do you have stickies everywhere? Do you have files everywhere? What is it? Um, I don't think I'd be that organized. If I'm trying to solve a problem, I'll take notes. But I won't put them in like certain sections like some of my friends do. Like They'll color code them. I will not. I will just put it all on a list, and if things need to go together, I'll, like, connect them on the side. Yes, And yes. then I'll scribble them out if I have to. Like, it's never, it's never pretty. Well, it's, it's, we have this tendency to tell people to be neat, to put things away. That's what it is all our lives, right? And so when people don't do that, it seems like it's counterintuitive. It's counterproductive. It's, it's, it's not the right way to do it. When the more research I'm reading now about how you organize it's okay to be messy at some point you got to clean something up right like so you have to marry someone like my wife who will make sure something is done to make sure it looks reasonable but uh i i find this stuff fascinating because all of my life people have said clean that up magnifico clean that up clean that up or hey stop talking so much stop talking so much and i've always thought oh, okay these are the wrong things to do when I'm really beginning to understand that learning is very messy. Learning's great, and it's a very messy thing to do. It's a wonderful thing to do. So when, if your learning process is kind of messy, both of you, I think the research is showing that you're probably a little more creative than the average people who likes to constantly put it away. I think you've got a problem with your outfit obsession, looking at it three times, but that's just, that's just something I think. Um, <laughs> Hey, who are some important people to you, Zoe, in your life? Who have influenced you? Okay. Um, I was, I'm actually not sure. I have never actually really thought about that. Um, I, I would say my aunt. Um, she, she's not married. She lives alone, and she has a great life, and I really admire that. It's like I want, like I want to be like her. Like I want to. I don't want to say I want to be alone, but I want to be able to do my own thing, not have anyone, like, not having to be attached to someone and have to, like, make decisions with them because not everyone has the same opinion and I can be very strong about my opinion. So you like the independence? I, I do. I really do. Okay. And and you've kind of had to be that way, right? Because you've moved between two houses and, and, and you've always, you always feel like you have a, you've had a, a strong sense of confidence and about who I am and that kind of thing? Um, not really. Like... I have a lot of trouble, like, answering questions. Like, if my mom's asking me something, like, what I want for supper, I don't know. Because, <laughs> I, like, because of being everywhere, I don't really, I never really got to make decisions when I was younger. I was just told what I had to do or, like, told what I had to eat for supper or something. So now, at this point in my life, I don't know. So this is fascinating. So you're getting to that point where you have to kind of 
spread your wings a bit, right? Yeah. So I love that you chose the arts and broadcast. How, how did your parents feel about you choosing this? Or how did you feel about choosing it? Were you really nervous about it because of kind of the order, orderly way you kind of led your life a bit? Um, I, was, I wasn't too worried. Um, I was actually really excited to come. Like, it's just meet new people, different atmosphere. Um, I mean, I've always wanted to go to a different school in high school. I mean, not that I'm not going to my other school still, but... It's tough. Like, yeah. and you're saying it is hard to, 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 you're saying it's hard to answer questions. I, I submit, I'm, I'm working with a number of kids in some virtual classrooms right now. It's super hard to ask the right questions. So I wouldn't worry so much about answer them. I'd worry, I think more about what are the big questions of me. And I think a big question of this program is what from this will stick to me? What will connect to me? Because you're going to move forward. And again, the old reality of you're trying to co- you're trying to collect some dots, right? You're trying to collect enough dots so that you can start connecting them and start asking the right questions. It's hard to ask great questions unless you have experiences. I love that you've both gotten off the beaten path to collect some dots so that you can begin to see what's sticking to me. What's the part? What Spider-Man radioactive stickiness is going to stick on me so that I can ask a good question about, does this fit? Am I in the right place? What is out there for me that relates to my interests and possibilities? That's kind of cool. So you're beginning to get, now in this space, it sounds like you didn't have the big network, right? In this space, you're beginning to build a bit of a network. Who do you think in this space will build some of your network for you, your people in your group? Um, I feel like everyone would, to be honest. I like it. Why? Um, I mean, we're all really good at working together, so we're all going to be able, or we are able to help each other. And I've already talked to some other people in our class, and we've, because we're doing a podcast, and we've been able to connect each other with other people that, like, I didn't know before. Awesome. Awesome. And see, that's where, that's why you get off that beaten path. It's to meet people. It's to gain, gain new experiences. So I love that stuff. So now you're in this path. You're the only, here's the cool thing. Akira, you're in grade 12. That is correct. Yes, I am. So you're moving on next year and you'll continue next year in this? Yeah. So I'll be back for a semester next year. Okay. And, but you're the only grade 11 we've ever interviewed. So the fact, and, and grade 11s I always say to, you have an extra year, you have a, but I always say to a grade 11 when I do career development work with them is accumulate as many dots as you can so that you can make the great decisions in grade 12. When I say great decisions, the ones that will leave. Remember, there's one thing we're all going to do. We're all going to leave. We're all leaving high school. And the big thing is you're going to have to talk about yourself and know yourself. And the more you do that, the stronger you will be in your decision-making down the road. When, like when you think of a grade 11, I want you to think, Zoe, because you have friends in grade 11 back at Point de Chine, right? And you're, you're meeting some here. What, what small piece of advice would you give to a grade 11 based on your experience so far here? Um, I would say don't be scared to come try the program because... I mean, for me, I made so many great new friends, but I, I'm also, I also still have a lot of great friends at my other school. So I have a bigger friend group, I could, I could say. So I, I'm meeting new people. It's making me a lot, a lot more confident because 
I had to change the way I was living before to come to a new environment. Just like Akira will once he graduates, he's moving. He'll probably move out of home, and he'll have to start fresh. Hey, like, hey stay at home as long as you can. Are you kidding me? Your dad makes a nice uh, sushi, I hear. I'm, I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm not leaving. That's, I stuck around for a long time because yeah. uh, it's a cheap way. I know you're going to have to make those calls, but this is cheap advice. As long as you can stay home while you're going to school, do it because you'll never get those meals and you'll never get a home headquarters like that where you can take off somewhere. I took off for months at a time going to schools and going traveling and could come back home. No problem. So it was awesome. And my parents were, were happy to do that. I think it was 26 before I left. I seem to remember. Because I just took advantage of the opportunity to grow and to learn and to do things. Are you a traveler? Do you want to travel? Um, I do a little bit, but I don't have many plans as of right now to do that. It's okay. And as you meet people, those things will crop up. I had zero plans. And then it, the people I met who I started connecting with that sent me to Quebec to do some work, to London to do some work, to Italy, obviously, I'll, I'll go home to meet my relatives in Italy because I have so many in Italy. And many of the places that I've connected with me in my journeys because of the network have taken me across Canada for different work, for different holidays, for different possibilities. So pretty cool stuff. Any, uh, Akira, any thoughts on traveling about for you? Uh, I actually love traveling uh, prior to covid I'm not a winter person, like I said, neither is my family. So during December, we leave this this country and we go to the Caribbean, Mexico, Costa Rica, warm places, warm places. So uh, I'd love to travel. Um, I'm hoping that I'll get that opportunity with this um, this career and this program later on in life. Uh, this will take me to new places, and I look forward to traveling. Well, at, and wherever you go, at the very least, you'll you'll certainly find it. Be able to find work wearing an outfit like that. Oh, yeah, 100%. There's McDonald's <laughs> all across the world. I, I had a Big Mac in Rome at the uh, Escala Española, I think the Spanish Steps. Yeah. And uh, it tasted exactly like here. It's amazing. I, I had but a, I had a glass of wine with it, okay? that That's what you can do in a McDonald's in Rome because Italians need to have their wine. I'm not advocating that. Please don't. Mishear me. I had a Big Mac in Tokyo, and it was a crab. It was crab, like a crab Big Mac. And it tasted super weird. It, I don't think it should be a thing. But <laughs> I thought that they called it in Italy Grosso Mac. Grosso, <laughs> like Big Mac, like Grosso Mac. This is crazy. Anyway, hey, you know what? That was fun. It's good to talk to you. And next week, we have our first outside guest we're going to bring in. And we'll let you know who that is next week. But what a pleasure. I hope, I hope you... Zoe and Akira enjoy this for the next uh, semester and the next sessions. Uh, I'm super excited to have you on the team and to be a part of Adventures in Careerland Season 2. And that's it for today. We'll see you next time. <laughs>